On today's episode of the Knicks Rewind Podcast, we're going to talk about the Knicks' last four-game stretch. They won three straight and then dropped last night's game to the Suns. Talk about our most memorable Knicks moments of the decade. And yeah, so happy new year, happy first new year, of all. Everyone. This yes, is our first episode of the new year. It's January 4th, 2020, which is kind of crazy to say, but we're excited to uh, be Very here weird. and yeah, let's get us started. So hello, hello. let's start with... The team update, and then we'll do the most memorable Knicks okay. moments of the decade. Okay. Uh, we each came up with a little list. Um, yeah. So we'll talk about that. And yeah. so. Last three games. Four games. Yeah. We went on a three-game winning streak and then dropped last night's game. We looked great during the three-game winning streak. It was an easy schedule, however. No, it was. I mean, we, we blasted some, some easy teams. I mean, like... The, um, so who do we beat? We beat we killed up the Blazers aren't awful, but they're a West Coast team. They're a West Coast team coming out East Coast trip. I mean, that's kind of a trap game for them. We killed them. We killed them, and, and then barely know, beat the Wizards and beat the Nets and beat the Nets. The Nets and the Blazers are good wins. The Blazers are obviously Blazers are short nine, nine are, seed in the West right now, but they're yeah. like four or five games under five hundred. Yeah, I mean they're like they're like seven eight games under five hundred now. They're a Weak They're team. a weak team now. I don't know what happened, but Hassan Whiteside. You know what's crazy? I was thinking about it. Just they made the conference finals last year. Yeah, that's they made the conference. They beat the they beat, they beat the, the Nuggets. Nuggets in seven yeah. game series. That was yeah. No, that's why they, they dropped off. And honestly, I think it's a lot of Nurkic. Nurkic I mean, they didn't well, have Nurkic, Nurkic is, in the playoffs, yeah. but Nurkic is a big upgrade from Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside is what the kind of guy who will like block shots, but not he be puts young. up stats. But like, if he's you like watch a shitty his, Mitchell like, Robinson overall game like mitch just plays with like so much energy and like Whiteside just looks exhausted yeah he doesn't look um, like he cares like he just looks like he just doesn't like he's just so laggy and so but he like leads the nba in blocks yeah but over these last four games um the biggest storylines have been mike miller and julius randall randall and then and then honestly like my my storyline i mean my the revelation i think from the last four games for me is just like is mitch Mitch. You know, how oh good, yeah, how good Mitch is. I mean, he know? went eleven for eleven against the Blazers. Um, balled out, had a block, and was just his energy. He's that just he brings, everywhere, he's man. Everywhere, he's everywhere on offense and, and defense. And like to to credit the Ringer, like they they wrote a really interesting article about kind of the Knicks' recent success under Mike Miller, and a lot of it is about Mitch. Um, and his success is like as a roller. Um, and I think he's like. The Knicks average like 1.7 points per possession with him as the role man, mm-hmm. um, which is in the 99th percentile uh-huh. of all bigs for him. And I think one of um, the most interesting things, things so too good. is yeah. he's not starting. No, he's Todd not Gibson starting. is starting. And I honestly, it's working because he's not getting into early foul it's trouble. It's working, but like if it's, he's <laughs> really going to be like our piece, like we also play so much like our offensive rating is like. 113 points per 100 like during this recent stretch with miller it's 113 points per 100 possessions when um robinson is on the floor and it's 99 when he's off points per 100 possessions so that's a big they're playing so he should start you would start up tomorrow in my opinion see i don't know if i would just because of when under i mean maybe it's a new thing under miller but under fisdale he got into early foul trouble and could never find his groove because he was getting taken out early i think it's better to have him come in mid late first quarter and then yeah. you, he's he's kind of in he doesn't have he hasn't picked up any fouls I get it. and the team's already in a rhythm yeah i mean i mean he's playing well regardless yeah, i he think ball. He's and ball. i think he's balling 
And he's playing a lot more minutes under Mike Miller, too. He wasn't playing very much under no, Fizdale because I mean, of the fouls. Really, yeah, because, I mean, fouls and just, like, I don't know. Fizdale, I don't think Fizdale put him in as, as much positions to succeed because, like, one thing Miller's done really well is they spread the floor out a lot more, and, like, that that's led to a lot of success in pick and roll. And Peyton's presence also has had a big impact on Mitch. And I think Mitch and Neil Aquina um, have been developing some really nice um, – lob chemistry oh yeah no it's um, it's like amazing to and, see them um so that's fun. one thing real quick i just want to say congratulations to peyton he's a dad now yeah which is kind of cool and it was actually a pretty cool story because he flew out he wasn't expected to play yeah i know yesterday but he flew out didn't go through warm-ups uh he landed and then he got right Suited over to the uh, arena so props to him and he like obviously wants he to a, play with the team. started out really well he had a great game until the last six minutes which was kind was of terrible <laughs> infuriated the he Knicks. had a sequence that like i think he he missed a wide open layup then he came down and pulled up for three and missed that <laughs> it's like a 15 Tur- like turned it over like two or three times it and was, then had that awful. and then had yeah. that away from the play foul yeah. at the end at the end and then yeah it, it was it was a rough little sequence for him he probably probably ended up losing us the game at the end but overall you know he was what he's what isn't great yeah, I mean, and, and, the, and, the, and the suns hit a lot of tough shots crazy shots um freaking kelly Oubre. yeah Ubre and booker kind of went off uh booker finished with 38 i believe Ubre's the type of guy like if he was on the knicks like i would love him Oh yeah, like every, of so course. much. Like yeah. he's just like, I don't know. I mean, you can he see the way so he just kind of talked. I mean, he got a technical foul for like nodding his head after he, he also had a tough his, dunk. He's, he's got just, some bounce. Man. I know he's athletic. He's nasty. Yeah. No, he's like he's found his own in the NBA. He's it took him kind of a while with the Wizards. Game. Yeah, but yeah. he's found his own with the Suns, and it's actually pretty cool to see. He's a good player. Um, he's a good player. What have you seen from Randall these past four games? I mean, it's just, it's a lot of like a continuation. I mean, ever since kind of Miller has got here, Randall's been playing better. And I don't know if that's specifically like a, um, like it's a celebration of Miller and like what he's done with Randall, but I think Randall's just getting more comfortable. His three point shot is falling, which is huge. Um, he still does shit that annoys me a lot. Like what? Like, he still sometimes tries to bring the ball up the floor. Like he did that once last night. He tried to bring the ball up the floor, and then like Ubre, I think, came in and reached, and Randall just like lazily spun, and like the ball flew out of bounds. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like it's like a lot of that, and it's just like all right. But I don't think Randall like he puts up his numbers, but I don't know if he's ever going to be a positive player on the team because he's like he's. I disagree. Just, Okay, but you you want to know why? Why he's like a glorified canter. He's David Lee. Like he's like that type of player. Yeah, David Lee can be a positive player on a team, though. He can, but it's literally like let's say he provides X value on offense. He's offsetting that value on defense. I think you know he, how many blocks Randall has all year. Is it five, four. Four. <laughs> no, I, I I agree that his defense is really bad, but I think he can be an off uh, a positive player to this team. Like these past four games, he has definitely been a positive player to this team. He's not turning the ball over nearly as much, and when he does this thing where he like to spin into double teams, he actually kicks it out now, and he's getting used to the double team coming and being at the yeah. number one scoring option. Yeah, I think it's taken him too long, and this is why we're in the big hole. But I think he's been positive, and he's shooting. His shooting was bad yesterday, but he's been good in these past five games. Yeah. He's putting up like thirty a game. He's rebounding really well too. Overall, I mean, overall, I mean, I like you know, I like Randall's. I like Randall's game, but I mean, I, I don't know. I know, I know, I know. I, I, I just I don't know if he's he doesn't. I don't know if he does enough, and I don't like he's not 
The problem with the Knicks is they don't have a guy that they can go to, and mm-hmm. he's not proven himself to be a guy that you can go to at the end of games. Um, like I'd say that option right now is Morris. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess to transition into Morris, there was like an interesting storyline the other day that he wants to stay yeah. with the Knicks. Would you trade him? Hell yeah! <laughs> for what? 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 What is the? I take a first round pick for because it's just yeah. like it's just like this team is not like at least with this exact group of guys. Um, this team is not um, like headed in the direction where this core is going to do anything. So like you got to build for the future, and like the more first round picks you get, the more chances that you have at finding a star. I, and I agree, but I wouldn't trade for him if it wasn't a first round pick, not a second round, not another veteran guy like morris well obviously not i mean i yeah i would trade him for a first round pick and i mean i don't know i i, I like his game i don't i don't love it but he also he, he brings an energy to this team that says okay we're not just going out there to try to lose games i, I know but like that's i mean in, in today's nba like it's it's fun to win and i've loved this last couple games but like I'm not going to sacrifice like half a season of Marcus Morris and like going to say that that's going to have some absolutely insane impact on Knox and Mitch and Barrett. I don't think it says, I don't think it does enough to keep him around. And I think there's more upside to trading him for a first round pick. Mm -hmm. And like, look what we did with the second round pick and Mitch, you know, I mean, like, but I mean, I, I don't, not that I trust this current front office. Hopefully, they're out by the next this year's draft. But like, not that I trust this first off, or this front office to make any picks. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to hit on before we go through our little list? It's been twelve minutes. Uh, yeah, I do. What do you want, want to, to hit about? on something? I want to talk about like a, a lot of Nick's Twitter said that Frank should have been in the game um, at the end last night, and I'm here to say that he shouldn't have been. Um, because Frank isn't as good of a defender as everybody thinks he is. Oh, um, we've been on the Frank train forever. I, I am on right. the Frank train, but like I'm a realist, I guess, with with it. Mm-hmm. And um, he's not. He's not as good of a defender as everybody thinks he is. Sadly, but he's not. Um, so you think it was the right decision to have Peyton in there down the yeah, stretch? Yeah, because Peyton's going to provide a lot more offense, and I don't think there's as much of a huge drop-off between the defense. Um, the defense. No, I agree, because Peyton was also – I mean, Peyton also screwed it up towards the end. So if I had to, like, redo it, I would put Frank in. Yeah. But it was the right choice to put Peyton in yeah. because of the way he was playing the rest of the whole game and everything yeah. like that. So I don't I mean, blame There him. are some games when Frank's defense looks awesome, but there are also games when his defense, like, doesn't look very good. Like, he really struggles with, like, really quicker guards. Like, he's really good with, like – guys that kind of match up well with him size wise Mm -hmm. and aren't as quick so like he did really well with Doncic you know a guy that he could stay in front of pester with his length Um, I will say though he did really well with Lillard he did do really well with Lillard um and and Peyton did well with Lillard too in that game though you know because Lillard and Peyton were matched up for a a pretty high amount of time also um and yeah yeah all right, so you want so, to hit? I'm, no, I'm just saying that, like, I, no, I, I don't think that Frank is as good. At, and then that, that's a topic for another time. And hopefully, I, I haven't. I'm trying to. I'm writing an article that kind of touches on this. Um, but there are a lot of stats that also prove that Frank, or show that Frank isn't as good of a defender as um, we or Nick's Twitter leads him out yeah. to be. Um, so yeah. Anything else you want to quickly hit? Ah. Uh, not really. I mean, we're just 
I mean, actually, I want to Bullock. Bullock is back. Oh yeah, I didn't touch on that, and he's actually been a good player for us. Bullock, Bullock. As, as, uh, like, I was like watching the the broadcast the, against the Blazers. I was like, "What is Breen saying?" Bullock, Bullock. All right. Um, I mean, is that if, if that's how you pronounce yeah, it, it yeah. he probably knows better than us. Yeah. But uh, Bullock, like him. He's playing well. I like him. Good yeah. defender, ish. Mm. But um, his shot is falling. He's a good shooter. He's looking. Good. I think he's been a good three and D kind of guy for us. Three, 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 three guy. guy. I mean, he kind of got cooked by Booker last night. It's early though. It's early. Um, and I think one more thing to talk about. Um, so yeah, but but Barrett or, or Bullock. But I kind of also want to talk about Barrett because yeah. I think we should talk about Barrett on it's every been bad. podcast. It's been pretty bad. It's not that it's been bad. It's just you know I I should be patient and you are big about being patient yeah, with everyone Barrett. Has to settle down on Twitter too. Everyone has to settle down. But I'm here to say that I have never liked Barrett's game. Oh my god, that's is that not facts? It's facts, but dude, dude, what? Uh, dude, been, what? He hasn't. He's been bad in dude, his what? last like. 15, he's been bad all 10. year. No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. He was good in the first twenty games. He was okay. No, he was good. He was okay. Then why isn't he shooting? He's not shooting over forty percent from the field. Because he's a rookie. He was good for a rookie. It's very uncommon. Bro, he just you does have to... not. He just okay. Let me tell you, he's not very athletic. Sure, he doesn't. He dunks well, but he can't get by anyone. He just kind of like loafs his way into the lane and then puts up like a tough contested all shot. All I'm saying, he can't shoot. He can't shoot free throws. He doesn't have any pull up. You know, any game like that. To... He's not a good defender. Do you want to tell me right now he's not passing as well as advertised? Uh, he's passing like it's pretty good. I've noticed it's, it's been pretty, pretty good, good, but it's not as good to like sacrifice, you know, his other shortcomings. He's been a good player for a 19 year old on a terrible team. I'm arguing that he's not a positive player. Do you think he should be starting? He doesn't shoot well from three to 10 feet. Would you he's take, him out, would you take him out of the starting lineup? No, but he's not good. So why wouldn't you take and him out of the starting lineup? he's not going to be good. Because he's 19. And exactly. I... Okay, that's not what I'm saying. But what benefit does it does to actually see if he's a player than to freaking put Reggie Bullock in there or Bullock in there? I'm just saying you can't name one thing that Barrett definitively compared to other current NBA players does well. I'm saying I can, you can I, do I'm that saying... with other guys in the class. You can do that with John Morant. You can do that with... Um, uh-huh. Yeah, even like DeAndre Hunter, you can do that with DeAndre uh, Hunter. Like he's defense. a good three point shooter. He plays good defense. You know, you can't do that with Barrett. You but, can't. He has good basketball instincts. You know, but he's not a good player. I'm. What I'm saying from the start is the first 25 games, you saw a lot of things that could be really good for a 19 year old, and that could be really good in the future. <laughs> and how last, many of those? How many of those games did we win? How games, many of those games did we win? Well, it's not his fault. I mean, I mean, everyone was bad. I know. Except, I mean, he was the bright spot of that team. He was putting up like 20 for like a not 20 not average. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Like on some nights, he was putting up like 20. Like he had some nights he was like one for nine, but he had some efficient nights. And obviously, we're not going to win games with, you know, Julius. You really, you really ride or die with this guy. but I am. But I see it. All right, let's go on to the Knicks' most memorable moments of the decade. Okay. Um, the first one I have is the decision. I remember um, my dad telling me that if we get this guy, 
we're going to win a championship. LeBron. If we get LeBron, we're going to win the championship. I remember going into the TV room. I'm a little kid. And my dad, my dad was like, this is huge. Come walk to, uh, watch this with me. And I got to stay up late to watch LeBron's decision. It was pretty exciting. That was like my first and he, and he didn't. And he obviously. I mean, obviously he didn't sign. Yeah, obviously so. he didn't sign with us. That's a good one. What's your what's your first moment? I remember this is actually my first Knicks memory ever. Um, I was in third grade, I want to say, when Melo um, got traded to the Knicks, and I remember my dad pulling me into the living room and was like, "You got to watch this." And it was Melo against the Bucks, mm-hmm. um, his opening game yeah. ever, and like I remember watching on the TV like the "I'm coming home," yeah, like yeah, that yeah. whole <laughs> intro, and I don't remember much of the game. Yeah. Um, but I remember like watching that. Yeah, I re- yeah I remember that was one of mine too. Melo getting traded, and my dad went to the first game. I remember it was on a Wednesday. It was against the Bucks, and I was so pissed he wouldn't take me. He went with like two of his friends, and I was so mad I couldn't go. And I also remember like just like the first few games of Melo's next career, and my dad being complaining that he hasn't been playing well. Yeah, and I remember that pretty well. And then my next is Lynn Sanity. Yeah, I had I had Lynn. Yeah, I remember Lynn that so clearly. Just the way he took over New York, and it was so fun to watch the Raptors game, the Lakers game, the New Jersey Nets game. The Nets that he game played. when he opened up. I remember just like reading the. I used to love reading the headlines of like newspapers yeah. in the morning. Like that was how I got my sports news before I had a phone or anything like that. And so like I would always read the front page of the Daily News, and it was like for like a week. It was just like Lynn, Lynn, yeah, Lynn, yeah. Lynn, it was Lynn. so it fun. Was like, it yeah. was just like something new for New York. These Lynn puns and like watching Sports Center, and he was everywhere. Like yeah. it was like the biggest thing in the world. You know? I remember watching Melo's sixty-two point game. That was this. This was big yeah. I remember for me. watching that. Too. I was sitting downstairs watching with my I was sister. Watching that too. And it was just like such a fun time. Yeah, it was um, because that was like prime mellow. We killed we're pretty the bad. At that we're point. pretty bad. But like that was like a that was just like the most probably most disappointing Knicks season of the last yeah. like, ten years because like that was after we made the playoffs and then we didn't make the and playoffs. then we just we fired our general manager, hired Mills, traded for Bargnani, and then everything <laughs> since then is just gone until now, which we're at like yeah. rock bottom, but. You want? Do you have? Do you have one? Um, my next one that I have, I just this is in no particular order, but the next one that I have, um, for me, the guy who really, I was like a, not, I don't want to say casual. I got really into the Knicks around like 2015. I was probably like 11 or 12. The guy who really made me a Knicks like stall, whatever it's called. It's, it's KP. <laughs> yeah. Um and. So the first memory I have really of KP, I obviously remember he got drafted. Johnny and I had a bunch of our friends over and like Dick's drafted and everyone was like, oh, and I was sitting there like, I was like, this guy's going to be good. We all went to Moody like, and shit. I was like, this guy's going to be good because I watched like his draft express like scouting video and I was like, I love this guy. Like he's so nasty. He's like, he's another white and dude. Then we, and, then we, and then we kicked him and I was like, y'all going to be. And then Johnny and I went to like his, the Knicks game against the Hawks and KP like got a steal and, and then, then like the spin spun dunk. on Millsap or Horford or Millsap and then just yammed. And yeah. I was like, and the guarding went crazy. It's like, this is, we're bad. <laughs> All right. But mine uh, is Knicks tape. Nick's yeah. tape was obviously like, I was following closely back then. Like I was a little kid, but I was following closely. Grade, yeah. Um and I remember just how fun that sixth man of the year J.R. Smith was and how like the joy and Mike Woodson and everything and having like Sheed coming in against the Heat when we were when we were killing them. And I was just such a fun time. Phil Jackson era. I'm no you remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The super team. 
The Derek well, of course Rose. I remember that. I, I, I remember I have one memory from KP's rookie season was when he hit that three against the Hornets. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And then it didn't count. didn't count. That was just ballsy as hell. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, this guy's going to do so well here. Yeah. And I remember his whole rookie year. That, that was I was so into that. And then and then obviously the super team came to be mm-hmm. and then didn't came to be. Um, a big Knicks moment was, remember when Rose skipped the game? Yeah. And didn't I forgot. Tell didn't anyone. tell Everybody's worried. Yeah. Like, where is this guy? But I remember waking up in the car. Uh, my dad told me that we trade. I was sleeping, and my dad oh, told I... me we were trading for Derrick Rose. I was like, "Holy shit! We're gonna, I was be, we're so gonna like excited. win a championship!" Yeah, I was so excited, <laughs> and I was so excited that the Joakim Noah and like this yeah. New York is back. Like this is a so super team. Back. Like it's yeah, us and the then... Warriors. That didn't that didn't, didn't, didn't come out. to be. Um, but and I remember drafting Porzingis, and then this is like my favorite story. Um, so Owen and I saw on like Twitter, Instagram, that in Jersey, Porzingis is going to do like a meet uh, meet up and give away one hundred pairs of these Adidas shoes. Yeah, this is this is pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. So after school. We rushed over to Jersey. We took like the path train and it was like met up. We were both freshmen <laughs> in high school, like met up, took the path train to Jersey. Like it started at like three. Both are get out. We probably both got out at like three, three thirty. Yeah. Hustled we over. hustled over there. We got in the, there's like a big line, like probably a hundred people. We get to the back and they're like, Yo, you guys are 101 or something. You like guys, you guys, you guys you, are like, there are only a hundred pairs of shoes. You guys are like, you guys are, you guys can't do it. Like, <laughs> you like, guys are last gone. Second. Like, I'm so sorry. We're walking away. We're like, and they're like, pissed. we have one more pair of shoes. <laughs> and we were like, holy shit. Yeah. And we waited in line. It was like a three and a half hour wait. We went to go get like a pizza pie. We like camped out. Oh my pretty God. Much. Yeah. We camped out and then. We're we're about to get in, and they were like, "Oh, we're only because it was getting so late. Everyone was getting like so yeah. tired. They were like, we're only taking one of one person in.' And Johnny and I like begged the person yeah. that both of us could go in. We, we like kind of like in. we started like getting into it with them. Like we were like, yeah, I know, we were pretty pissed. I was like, and then we met KP, dapped him up, took a couple photos. My hands were sweaty and cold. I was nervous. We took some photos, which we'll, I, I want to post on Twitter. Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, we should. Um, um, I like kind of blocked that out of my memory. Yeah, ever since, and I actually, it. you know. I still have the shoe up in my in my room after this whole KP fiasco, but it's yeah, sitting there behind I you. Too. I might have thrown it out. And then, so I remember trading Porzingis. I remember trading Porzingis. I I have a couple. I remember the. I, I remember specifically when Melo got traded. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that was a big deal. Uh-huh. I, I like let out a tear. <laughs> I mean, um, he was such a big part of our childhood. Yeah, that, that like, was like, I, I mean, was just I was, like, wow. Like, we were watching like, him every other night. Yeah. So he was like, it just felt weird when he got uh-huh. traded. And then like, I just remember KP killing for like the first two, three months of that season. KP was just like on a different path. Like, yeah. He was just dominating everyone. And he had, I remember at 40 against the Pacers. Do you remember that? Yeah. 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 He, and, and like then, a bunch of blocks too. I vividly remember when he tore his ACL. I remember pretty well. And I remember I was up until like one and I texted you and when the report came out that he tore it, I was like, and you texted right back and you're like, I just saw. Yeah. It's like, I, I remember like it. being so desperate and then I was like looking on Twitter and I see like Robert Randolph tweeted <laughs> like, just a sprained MCL, like we'll be fine. And I was like, yeah, we're good. We're good. Don't worry. Like, <sighs> that was a painful moment. Yeah. It was a painful And moment. then uh, my last one on the list. 
This is like you know biggest moments of the decade. I'm not really counting like this year because it's not been a very memorable year. There are a lot. There are a lot. Uh, there's a lot, but my last one is Friday Night Knicks. Every yeah, Friday, every Friday, coming yeah. home and seeing Robert Randolph yeah. and the Family Band on my screen. <laughs> That's my guy, man. Singing Knicks on Friday night. Awful Twitter follow. Awful, awful, awful Twitter follow. <laughs> you tweeted something that yeah, was actually funny. It was just a bunch of screenshots of his shitty takes. Yeah, it, it is, he just like he, he. I don't know where he gets it from or why he does it, but he loves tweeting out like fake trades. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my guy. Um, but yeah, and then there are a bunch like I, I remember KD signing with the Nets. That mm-hmm. was painful, and KP getting traded. I had just been on a, a school trip for two weeks without my phone, and the day I got back, I get in the car with my family. I hadn't seen them in so long. I'm like, I'm home, I'm home. Literally, my dad like looks at me. <laughs> my mom looks at me. My sister's in the back, and they're all like, you we haven't have seen the news, news right? <laughs> and they're like, you haven't seen, right? And I was like, no. And Josie, my sister, like – like laughs in the background and she's like the Knicks traded Porzingis and I was like you're kidding like y'all fucking with me and they were like no we're not and I, my dad told me the return and I was like what and he was like apparently they're trying to get Katie and Kyrie and I was like oh my god and then that that opened up like three straight months of me just like literally every single update on Katie Kyrie and just like yeah. falling deeper in and then obviously falling out so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I did a lot of highs on my list, but there are a lot of lows. There are a lot of lows <laughs> that we could go through. We could probably spend a whole podcast talking yeah. about this. Um, uh, but yeah. there are a lot that come back to me just as I'm talking about it. Yeah. Um, Let's see. So tomorrow we have the Clippers away and then the Lakers. Tough back-to-back Tough, tough schedule, games, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Utah is a tough one. Yeah, on the road. no one wants to play in Utah, bro. It's just, like, dead there. Yeah. And, like, that's our last game, so everyone's just going to, like, want to get out of there and get yeah. home. Um, I don't expect us to win any of these any road trip three. West yeah, Coast I'd be games. I'd surprised if we did. Uh, but hopefully after these West Coast games, we'll do another one of these, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. So, obviously, so follow us on Twitter. We just hit our 100th Twitter follower last night. Which is actually pretty cool. Hey. And we have a website, nixrewind.com, where you can find all the episodes and some articles that we and write everything. on occasion. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so do that. And, all right, everyone. All right, thanks for listening. Peace. See ya.